listening to Opening the Harp Chakra, the podcast, bringing you beautiful, healing, magical harp music, and talking to the artists that create it. Hello, I'm your host, Jay Michaels. Thank you for joining us today. We're focusing on the more magical aspect, the music of the fae, the fairies in this episode. A few weeks ago, I was on Facebook, and I came across this beautiful video, this very nice rendition of a Lorena McKennett song, and I wanted to find out more about the artist that recorded this. So I discovered this album of fairy music called Call of the Fairy from singer, songwriter, and harper Sandra Parker. She lives in Tennessee, and she joins us by the phone today. Hello, Sandra. Hi, Jay. It's nice to be here today. It is very nice to have you here. Thank you for joining us. So when did you start playing the harp, and, and why? Well, you know, it kind of amazed me, Jay, because I've grown up here in the Bluegrass Belt. I was on the Virginia side. Now I'm in Tennessee, just across the state line. But um, I think it's the way that I discovered Celtic folk music. I grew up listening to all kinds of music in my home. But I remember learning Over the Sea to Sky in my elementary school music class, in which just reached out and grabbed me for some reason. I don't know why, but it did. And then <laughs> I discovered more of the ballads and more about Celtic folk when I got a um, recording by Joan Baez, where she recorded so many of the beautiful Celtic tunes and ballads, the songs. And then I took piano, of course, as a child. Uh, I played flute in high school, played a little guitar, and I would accompany myself with a guitar. In our music stores here, there you didn't walk in and see a harp. You saw fiddles and banjos and guitars and dobros. But my mother and I went into a music store down the road in Kingsport, Tennessee, gosh, around 2000, 2001 maybe, and there was a harp on the floor, and this music store catered more to folk musicians, which was very unusual for our area. And her mother, my mom's mom, had just recently passed away. It hadn't been too long. And my mom, I didn't know, had found a little money that my grandmother left in her drawer by her bed. It wasn't a lot. But I fell in love with this harp. I was so amazed. And my mom bought it for me. Um, and uh, so I kind of feel like it was a special gift from my mom and her mother. Um, and with my piano background and my love of the Celtic and folk music, um, I began to work on that and, you know, apply the harp and learn the harp. And I just fell in love with it. So I got a late start and I'm basically self-taught. I've just taken a workshop here or there. But so that's kind of my journey, you know, to the harp. It took a while to get there, but I, I adore it. I adore the instrument. Yeah, it's interesting for so many of us. I've talked to so many people who, uh, when they were looking for an instrument, somehow some money just magically appears or it comes out of somewhere at, where you don't expect it and you're able to make that connection with the instrument. That's, that's nice. Uh, why don't we listen to some of your music? The first track on your album is an instrumental piece. Uh, Cremonea, I believe it's called, or... I'm not sure how that's pronounced. It's either Cremonia or Cremonia. And um, it is a piece written by famous Irish harpist Turlock O'Carolan. And um, 
this tune can be found, you know, on YouTube, played by different musicians, and you may hear it played a little more upbeat than my take on it. I tended to slow it down and make it very uh, mysterious sounding. So this is my take on that song. the album Call of the Fairy, Sandra Parker. Great fairy influence in that uh, particular piece, and uh, throughout the album, we'll be listening to a few more of your pieces in a few minutes. Tell me about the influence of the fairies on your music. Well, um, I come from a a theater background, although that was quite a few years back, and I think the theater is a very magical place, and um, I've always enjoyed science fiction fantasy and the stories of the fairies especially and um of the celtic legends and through the years uh because of my love for celtic music i began to come across songs um that had to do with the fairy and i read more books that had to do with the fairy legends and you know i when you make a recording I've heard this of other artists. Sometimes it may be years before you're ready to do something. 
And like one of the songs, um, The Call of the Fairy, uh, was written like maybe 10 years before I started this recording project. So all of this fairy influence, I guess, had just kind of, you know, gotten all together and I had a chance to go. I met a, a wonderful studio. Uh, I call him the audio alchemist uh, fellow in our area that wanted to work on the project. And it was it was just time. It, it just came time to take all of this magical fairy music that I had accumulated or written and put it down uh, as kind of a a um, journey into the fairy realm. I like to look at it that way. The listener will kind of take this journey. It's almost like a concept album. It almost it has a side A and a side B. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that. I think you mentioned that we might talk about that where you have the the nice fairies and the bad fairies. Yeah. Well, you mentioned The Call of the Fairy. That is the title track from the, the CD. So why don't we play that next? Sure. Welcome to our fairy world. Will you follow me out in the moonlight? Will you follow me to the top of the hill? Though most don't believe to those who are listening. I am calling still And the stars shine down And the moon is high The night wind whispers a lullaby And the things you think are important Now will fade away In the magic of the night And will you follow me Out in the moonlight Will you follow me To the top of the hill Though most don't believe To those who are listening I am calling still Oh, I am now as I was then A legend in the hearts And the minds of men Standing just beyond the ship Fairy music till the dawn Will you follow me Out in the moonlight Will you follow me To the top of the hill Though most don't believe To those who are listening I am calling still I am calling still I am calling still
That is The Call of the Fairy, the title track from the CD, Call of the Fairy, Sandra Parker, joining us today on Opening the Harp Chakra, the podcast talking about fairy music. There's a song you did called The Fairy's Love Song from the Hebrides Islands. I have a, a friend, Misty Bernard, who has done that song for years on the Renaissance Fair circuit, and it's a beautiful song. I've always loved her rendition. And I heard your rendition with harp, which I really enjoy as well. So can you tell us a little bit more about uh, this song and why you like it, why you included it on the CD? Sure. I, you know, I'm not, I couldn't tell you how long I have known. Uh, I've been familiar with that song or how long I've performed it. Um, a lot of the Celtic music, it's, it's got a very mournful, sad, dramatic kind of, you know, melody. Uh, and the music just kind of pulls you in, just like when I fell in love with Over the Sea to Sky. They're not happy songs, and they're not like sprightly songs, a lot of these things that I'm attracted to. So uh, I just think that the fairy's love song is is a beautiful song, and it talks about the fact that uh, the fairy men and the fairy women would quite often, you know, put a love spell, cast a love spell on a mortal. And there were, you know, relationships uh, between the mortals and the fairies, and that's one of the Things, one of the legends and one of the parts of the old stories, and you better watch out for that. I tell you what, because I'd say if you if you got in the, enticed by a fairy man or fairy woman, it might be very nice, but it probably wouldn't end that well. I wouldn't see it going on for, for very long. But it's just magically um, mysterious and enticing. Why should I sit and sigh, pulling bracken, pulling bracken? Why should I sit and sigh on the hillside dreary? When I see the clover rising or the curlew wheeling, then I know my mortal lover back to me is stealing. Why should I sit and sigh, pulling bracken, pulling bracken? Why should I sit and sigh on the hillside dreary? Oh, but there is something wanting, oh, but I am weary. Come, my blithe and bonnie laddie, oh, the naught to cheer me. Why should I sit and sigh, pulling bracken, pulling bracken? Why should I sit and sigh on the hillside dreary? When the moon begins her waning, I sit by the water. We're the one born of the sunlight, loved the fairy's daughter. Why should I sit and sigh, pulling bracken, pulling bracken? Why should I sit and sigh on the hillside dreary? Why should I sit and sigh, pulling bracken, pulling 
bracken Why should I sit and sigh On the hillside dreary On the hillside dreary That is a beautiful rendition of the fairy's love song from today's guest, Sandra Parker. Sandra, there's a quote I love from W.B. Yeats. He says, Fairies, come take me out of this dull world, for I would ride with you upon the wind, run on the top of the disheveled tide, and dance upon the mountains like a flame. Of course, uh, you know, there's this wonderful, magical kind of light and airy thing about the fairies that we often talk about, but there's also the more uh, mischievous side of the fairies as well. Uh, inspiring, mischievous, what's your take? Well, both. Mm -hmm. um, in the Irish uh, legends, you have, uh, I'm probably not pronouncing this right, but the way it looks, this is how most Americans would pronounce it, the Seely S-E-E-L-I-E, -E -E, the Seely Court, and the Unseely Court. The Seely Court, of course, well, made up totally of the the kind and, the, you know, shimmering and the benevolent fairy folk. And the Unseely Court, totally the opposite side of the coin there. Very evil in a way and mischievous and... Uh, for instance, there's a, a legend that uh, uh, um, a fairy, and I'm sure they were part of the dark court, they would come and steal your child out of the cradle and take the child off to be with them, and they would leave in its place, in your child's place, um, a changeling, what they call the changeling. And you could tell that that wasn't quite, that wasn't your child. Something had happened. Um, and that's one of the stories that's not very, you know, not on, not on the light side at all, on the dark side of the fairy legends. And then there's also the fairy ring idea that if you, you know, if you hear the fairy music and you're enticed into coming into this ring and joining the dance, um, that you, you, you find it very difficult to stop dancing. Uh, if you survive it with your mind intact, <laughs> uh, it says you always seem a little bit off, a little bit befuddled, um, you might say. But uh, And then if a fairy takes you off uh, into fairyland, time passes very differently over there. You may think you've been there a week, and if you make it back over to the mortal realm, you'll find out you've missed your whole life. Everybody you knew is is not even alive anymore. That's some dark stories of fairy. You said in a recent newspaper article that music can transport you to magical places. Do you have some favorite musicians that that take you to magical places, and if so, where? Of course I love Lorena McKinnon. Mm-hmm. 
I think we all do. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and if uh, any listener out there has not checked into her music, please check out Lorena McKennett. Uh, she's a harpist and uh, she's a singer and uh, she likes the same kind of music I've loved for a long time. And just to hear the way she presents it, uh, you know, if you just stop and sit down and turn your thoughts away from all of the other things going on in the world, especially today, uh, it just kind of, uh, you can just feel it kind of wash over you if you let yourself go with it. And for that time, you know, you were soothed and transported and entertained. And um, so this Lorena McKennett and um, uh, Connie Dover, um, um, lady that lives out west here in the United States, uh, she has a beautiful voice. And I just discovered her quite a few years ago, and she's been an influence on me as well. I mean, a lot of the wonderful Celtic groups like... Uh, uh, Relativity and the Bothy Band, and I've got to even throw Jethro Tull in there, Jay, because sure. a lot of what they did uh-huh. seemed to have an influence of old English or medieval Renaissance kind of sound. Oh, absolutely. Songs from the Wood, beautiful album. Oh, yes. Yes, I, I love that album. So uh, I think music, any music, uh, has a magical power. Uh, to soothe and to motivate and to make somebody happy. So music is just full of magic. Well, we have one more of your songs to share. Written by you, it's called The Ferryman. Can you tell us a little bit more about this composition? Oh, The Ferryman. I have no idea sometimes where uh, things will just, like I was just sitting at the harp. Call of the Ferry was basically already completely recorded uh we were at the end of the project and i was sitting at the harp for me words and music come together at the same time where some musicians the melody comes first and then they'll put words uh, with that but i was just sitting there and uh, i guess i had been uh, immersed in all the fairy music that i'd been uh, singing and recording, um, that it it just I just imagined this being out in the woods and coming upon a a lovely gentle fawn, and the fawn uh, ends up um, turning into what I imagined would be a very beautiful man, and well, they end up spending the night together. But as the dark fairies go, uh, this has turned out bad because she never saw him again. And she kind of wanders around the town looking for him. And and she'll even hear, you know, little little snippets of maybe uh, his voice, which may sound like the falling rain. But uh, her experience with the fairy uh, just kind of, changed her whole life, the rest of her life. And so it's like a little fairy tale that just came out of the blue from wherever my muse came from that night. That's the fairy man. There was a woman in the town Green grow the lilies all 
album Call of the Fairies by Sandra Parker, one of her own compositions, The Fairy Man. If you'd like to purchase this album, you can easily download it. We've included links in the show notes, also links to Sandra's Facebook page and her YouTube page. Uh, Wonderful harp player, wonderful singing. Sandra, thank you so much for bringing the fairy magic to the podcast today. Thank you so much, Jay. It's been quite an honor to have been asked to be on your podcast. And I um, I want to send uh, the listeners out there and to you. I always say this. It's, it's something I always do. Music and blessings to you all. Thank you so much. If you have questions, guest suggestions, if you'd like to sponsor this podcast, please email me, openingtheharpchakra at yahoo.com. Also links to PayPal and Venmo if you'd like to contribute to the production of this podcast. Thank you so much for your support. And please subscribe, please share. In the coming weeks, more beautiful heart music from around the world. I'm Jay Michaels. Thank you so much. Peace. Namaste. Namaste.